Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is Teen Time with Alison Howe. Hi, this is Neil Chase, and welcome back to the Teen Time Science Blog. The recent earthquake in Italy is another reminder that we still don't know much about the way our planet works. It killed over 300 people, and the one in Sichuan province last year claimed over 80,000 lives. But why can't we figure out a way to predict when these devastating events will happen? What we do know is that earthquakes are caused by small faults in the Earth's crust, but we still don't understand why some of these faults lead to minor tremors while others lead to major catastrophes. It's also possible that the construction of large reservoirs may contribute to the likelihood of an earthquake, or even drilling for or extracting oil. Some scientists believe that it may be possible to predict an earthquake by monitoring increasing levels of radon gas, which seems to be produced when pressures in the Earth's crust increase. However, it is almost impossible to know exactly where the most damage would occur, and even harder to say exactly when. In California, the presence of the San Andreas Fault means that another big earthquake is likely to happen there sometime in the decades ahead like the one that devastated San Francisco in 1906, but we still can't predict when that will be. Buildings there are built to be slightly more earthquake-proof, but nothing can truly protect us from the force of nature. Science. Do you have allergies? Do you sneeze when around flowers or pets, for example? Well, sneezing isn't always about allergies, and now it seems that some people start to sneeze when they go out into the sun. The photic sneeze reflex is actually quite common, maybe affecting up to one in three of us. Usually a sneeze is triggered by some sort of irritant in your nose or mucous membrane, but sneezing because of the sun probably isn't because of that. Some scientists believe that it's hereditary and probably not harmful maybe just a crossed connection somewhere between your nose and your eyes. But again, we just don't know for sure. However, if you do find yourself sneezing when you head out of doors and into the sunshine, don't worry, you're not alone. But are we alone in the universe? That's the question that the human race has been asking for centuries, and so far, nobody else in the galaxy has replied. For nearly 50 years, the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, or SETI, has scanned the heavens with radio telescopes for signs of alien technology. We've also sent messages to any ETs out there too. When NASA launched its Pioneer and Voyager missions in the 1970s, the spacecraft carried pictures or recordings depicting the diversity of life and culture on Earth. But are we too boring for aliens to be interested in? Next month, the SETI Institute launches a project to collect messages from people around the world, and although there are no plans to transmit these messages into space, 
the project aims to start a global discussion about what we should say to any aliens who might be interested in knowing more about the human race. But even if ET is hanging on our every word, the conversation could take a long, long time. Unless aliens could help with our communications, then one message could take many years to reach another part of the galaxy. So there's no urgency to figure out what we want to say to ET quite yet. But that's a good question. If you could speak to an alien, then what would you want to tell them? As we all know, smoking is bad for your health. But for smokers who have had the habit for many years, the process of giving up can be really hard. Apart from nicotine patches and herbal cigarettes, there is now the so-called e-cigarette. It's not actually made of paper and tobacco like a traditional cigarette, but a stainless steel tube with a battery inside to warm up a nicotine solution. The actual smoke that you would see from it is just water vapor. It looks just like a normal cigarette, and it's claimed that the electronic cigarette is a safer way to smoke. But that's not certain and hasn't been proven. The manufacturers claim that by reducing the nicotine content on a gradual basis, the smoker can lessen his addiction and yet still feel that he or she is smoking. So, although the e-cigarette might be one way to help you quit, the better way is to never smoke in the first place. I'm Neil Chase, and that's it for the Teen Time Science Blog for another week. But if you missed any part of it, then you can read through this blog at the Teen Time page on the RTHK website. See you next time. Teen Time presents podcast on demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time podcast on demand.